So it was a really good outlet for me. And uh, I remember back into my youth as well as I was growing up uh, in, uh, in England that we used to not have a lot of multiplayer games necessarily when we were very young. So we used to sit there watching each other play video games all the time and talking about them. How's it going everybody? Social Media Mondays. We've got a little bit of a uh, different camera position today because the tripod uh, got a little bit broken so we're going to have to sort that out. So uh, sorry for the change up of the scenery but hopefully it's not too bad. I've still got the door behind me as normal. So how's it going? It's been a great start to the week. Had a little bit of a fog brain today and the daughter's not feeling too well but uh, apart from that it was uh, hitting the ground running with the office today and uh, having a good time. So social media and I, what I wanted to talk to you today about was actually uh, tell a story about my um, history with esports and how I became around being into and watching uh, a lot of esports. Now uh, the reason I want to tell you this is because I think there's a good lesson in there in terms of the importance of social media and more importantly the importance of being able to consume content on the internet rather than the ways that we used to do it. So when I moved to Sweden in 2008, uh, there was not so much TV that was in English. Some of the shows had TV in English and not so many did. Uh, I spent a lot of time in my very first apartment watching sports because I actually had Eurosports free in that apartment. And um, some of the stuff was in English, a lot of stuff was in Swedish, but I watched a lot of the Nordic sports and those were in Swedish, but I could follow what was going on anyway. And I found it quite enjoyable as it was uh, just a cool thing that I hadn't really watched before. Uh, I was I was alone. I didn't really have many many friends uh, at that point because I didn't really know anyone when I first moved to Sweden, and so I didn't really go out very much either. So I was at home quite a bit and uh, was uh, really struggling to uh, find a lot of TV to occupy myself because I didn't really have any other hobbies at that time either. And uh, a few months passed, uh, maybe a couple of years, and it might have been after I moved into my second apartment actually, or maybe even my third apartment, where I actually started to uh, watch a lot of YouTube. And uh, that was um, a really interesting time for me because I'd never really watched a lot of YouTube before. I remember that I got a uh, Mac Mini and I was then able to connect that to the internet and connect it to my TV and uh, had a little Bluetooth keyboard and uh, a mouse that I could then work it with. And I started watching a lot more YouTube. I um, uh, took advantage of that. And then through watching that and through being into video games, I, I wasn't PC gaming at the time, but I was using my PlayStation a lot, uh, PlayStation 4. I, I, I found out that I could watch people playing video games on, online on YouTube. It was actually something that was extremely popular. And I'd never seen anything about this before. But it quickly turned from something that I did occasionally to be basically spending most of my time when I wasn't working when I, or, or if I wasn't out socializing, I would be at home watching uh, YouTube and watching people play video games on YouTube or PC games. And it might sound very strange, but it was because of the accessibility of the content. And because there was so much there, I couldn't really sort of exhaust the amount of content that was being produced there. So I just could just keep coming back for more, coming back for more. Obviously, it was all on demand because it was all on YouTube. It wasn't broadcast like over a cable network and it was free. I, all I needed was an Internet connection. And uh, at that time, I also didn't have a good enough Internet connection to, for example, be able to do a lot of high definition streaming or to even download movies in some of the ways that you might do, uh, which might be not, not be so legal and I definitely wouldn't recommend. 
So I, it was really my only option. It was either that or watching Swedish TV or, or going out or buying DVDs and, uh, and watching those. So it was a really good outlet for me. And uh, I remember back into my youth as well as I was growing up uh, in, uh, in England that we used to not have a lot of multiplayer games necessarily when we were very young. So we used to sit there watching each other play video games all the time and talking about them. And really when you're in a YouTube live stream or a Twitch TV stream where someone's streaming, that's exactly the experience that you're getting. It's like you're watching one of your friends play video games and that you can interact with them all the time. And uh, it's certainly a lot of fun. But I think the... The, the, the background and the story of this is really just me trying to say that don't discount content that goes on the internet because the power of distribution that you have and the power to reach people through accessibility and the democratization of access and the demonetization of access to that content is an extremely powerful tool and esports wouldn't be where it is today if they try to lock it down with a TV deal very early and I think it's to the um, to the complement of esports that it's still keeping it so that you can access large tournaments and you can access great content for free and most of the big esports con uh, tournaments are, are broadcast on Twitch or on YouTube or both for free all the time so you can access them obviously you can pay to get more premium features in those tournaments but mostly the uh, the, the the streams that you can get are excellent and you can consume much. If you haven't looked into eSports and you're not sure what I'm even talking about, just check it out. Uh, I recommend StarCraft 2 as one of my favorites, the one that I really started with actually. Uh, just go online and uh, into YouTube and just put StarCraft 2 and you'll see two nerds battling it out over uh, a real-time strategy game. It's uh, something that's for nerds, but it's uh, pretty awesome and I love it. So I uh, hope you found this interesting, just a little insight into my history of esports and why I think that example is important for you. Hope you've had value from this. Please give us a like, please share this, uh, drop me a message or a comment, just let me know what you think and I'll speak to you all tomorrow. Thanks.